Thank you for checking out Blog Theater from Happy Living. Blog Theater is Scott Berry's take on a blog post on happyliving.com. Scott is a former NFL draft pick who has turned his talents to screenwriting and performing his critically acclaimed one-man shows Solo Gig Squared and Rise. He is a man of many talents, and we hope you enjoy his burst of inspiration. Halftime, What Do You Want to Do With The Rest Of Your Life? is the title of this week's blog written by Mr. Happy Living, Matt Gersper. To be tested here at the Blog Testing Factory, otherwise known as my brain. Sometimes foggy, sometimes clear, never at loss for opinions. But what does that mean to test a blog? How do you test an idea, a concept, a thought? Well, for me, it's simple. I read it, chew on it, allow said ideas and thoughts to percolate in my above-mentioned brain, and then I simply see what comes up or out of my mouth, hopefully not both at the same time. For example, the question in this title suggests that something has been completed, a part of our lives, and that part is gone now, and a decision is to be made. What do we want to do with the rest of our lives? And the question assumes that we have a choice, and I would agree philosophically that life, for the most part, is shaped by our choices. Some people have been granted more than others. Some people have given themselves more than others. Some were born or fallen into difficult circumstances and have fewer choices. For some, some stuff just happened that they have to deal with. But ultimately, I prefer the existential route where I assume responsibility for all acts of my free will known as life is a series of choices, even if sometimes it seems like it's not. Of course, some may believe that life is more destiny and chance, but either way, we will all reach the midway point in our lives. It's no accident that it's been coined a midlife crisis. I would suggest that the crisis part is purely a choice too, and all a matter of perspective. For example, lately, since I'm a few years past midway, I've begun to consider that there is potentially less time in front of me than behind. Sometimes I'm motivated by that thought. Other times I'm wrought with despair. I choose motivation. In this blog, Matt also talks about a cultural norm. Get educated, get a job, get married, raise a family, build a successful life. And then the kids leave, the job no longer inspires us, and we begin to look towards retirement, resting on the accomplishments and efforts of the first half of our lives. We're going to travel, go fishing, or as the over 50 dating website says, this is our time, which always makes me wonder why the time before wasn't our time or why all the time isn't our time. I mean, if we're choosing, wouldn't we choose all the time is our time? And our cultural retirement conversation primarily centers around work. Even more, that work is work and something to be looked forward to retiring from at some point, retirement. That moment when we no longer have to wake up in the morning, get dressed, commute to work, work, have lunch, work some more, commute home, maybe hit the gym or go for a walk, spend some time with family, dinner, watch some TV, go to bed and start all over again the next day, counting the days until our time arrives. To be honest, that model never quite worked for me nor has the concept of retirement. My goal has always been to do something that I enjoy doing so much that I would never want to retire from it. I also did the cultural norm backwards. I didn't marry until I was 46, became a father for the first time at 48. 
When I finally found two things that I enjoy doing, writing and investing in real estate, I simply kept doing those things. Though neither comes without effort or struggle on occasion, neither really feels like work to me. They feel more like an extension of who I am, and I see no reason to ever retire from them. That doesn't mean I might stop doing either at some point, but I'm sure I would be off doing something else in their stead that I enjoy doing. See, I'm allergic to doing things I don't enjoy. I suffer from an incurable disease called life wanderlust. I've never been much motivated by money, though I've made some and lost some and have some more now. If you offered me a million dollars to sit in a cubicle all day, I would pass. Ten million, the same. A hundred million, okay, maybe I would consider it, but it would still depend on what I was doing. And honestly, I would much more enjoy giving the money away to great causes than spending it. Still, we all know there is a life model out there called education, job, marriage, family, successful life, retirement. I think the model might be the problem. It's like this life assembly line that we just fall onto by default. That's the way it's done, so that's the way we do it. I'm not so sure about all of that. In fact, I never ask my daughter what she wants to do or be when she grows up. I simply ask her what her dharma is. You know, what's her life's purpose? What can she contribute to the world using her innate sensibilities and talents? Her answers always vary from being a chef or a fashion designer, but she also talks about feeding people who have no food and building houses for people who have no homes. It's all good by me. She ultimately gets to decide. Most importantly, I want her to think of her life as hers. A big adventure where she gets to choose the path. What inspires her? What a successful and fulfilling life looks like to her. Maybe it has education, a job, marriage, family, material success, retirement. Maybe it's life of service. Maybe it's all of the above. I encourage her not to look out into the world for a template or a guide, but to look within. I encourage her to break every norm and convention if it suits her or to follow a path already worn that interests her. I encourage her not to measure life by age. When I lived in L.A. years ago, I took yoga classes at Larchmont Yoga. There was a teacher there, I think his name was Frank, that was in his late 70s. Apparently, he started teaching yoga at 70. 70! His classes were challenging, fun, and dynamic, and always packed. It was as if people came to experience this 70-year-old something man getting after life like a kid. His energy was infectious. Years later, when I heard he had passed, I thought, I want to be like Frank. I want to explore life like the great explorers of the past. Think about it. It was only a hundred years ago, in 1911, that Raoul Amundsen was the first man to reach the South Pole. A hundred years. And now there are very few physical places left that man hasn't been. And so if you're like me and Matt, and you have the spirit of a life explorer, and you're smitten with life wanderlust, like I have been for most of my life, then there really is no halftime. There is no question of what to do with the rest of your life because your life is about exploring life. And you can do that until the day you die. Thank you for listening to Blog Theater from Happy Living. If you enjoyed this performance, please leave us a kind review. To read the inspiration for this episode of Blog Theater, go to happyliving.com backslash blog theater.